What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Simple Man's Guide to the Good Life. Getting back to kind of normal podcasting here. Finished off the seminar series uh, kind of podcast going over the topics that I discussed in the seminar I gave in person. Uh, kind of general overview of my coaching practice around lifestyle coaching. Um, and that was been the past like five, six weeks or so. Now we're just getting back into kind of what the podcast has been, which is just talking about kind of things going on in my life, uh, things that are coming up, way I'm thinking about them, attacking them, some nuggets of wisdom that maybe you guys can implement in your life. And I had one person explain, really this podcast is almost like a audio journal in a way. And uh, I thought that was very apt. That seems very true. It is. Um, but nonetheless... There are people that are listening. You're listening. I appreciate you listening. And um, yeah, this week's topic is about facing fears, uh, getting uncomfortable. And this idea came from a, a podcast I was listening to. I, I mentioned a lot, Modern Wisdom, Chris Williamson. If you guys are listening to this podcast, I highly recommend looking up the Modern Wisdom podcast. But he had on a guest, Lewis Howes. Uh, um, Lewis Howes, Lewis Hughes. Uh, anyways. <laughs> author, he um, athlete, but he's been kind of making the podcast rounds lately talking about overcoming fear. And his idea really is that we're kind of beholden to like three kinds of fear. The most common one that people know is fear of failure. Another one is fear of success. And then the third one is fear of judgment. And that these fears really kind of dictate the choices we make in life and the routes we take. And when we can name these fears and see these fears, we can choose to overcome them or dig into them. And one of my original podcast uh, episodes was called The Obstacle is the Way, uh, obviously taking that from Ryan Holiday. Um, but this is kind of in the same vein, more targeted around fear than it is obstacles necessarily. But it's this idea that if something scares us, if we're afraid of something and it's not life-threatening, Right, if it's just a, a daily life thing, a business decision, um, a relationship decision, it probably means there's something there we need to dig into and ask why, and then probably move through the fear as opposed to avoiding the fear. Right. So in the same vein as the obstacles, the way like moving through the obstacle, fear is a similar thing. Right. I mean, even when we have fight or flight responses, right, that is a evolutionary byproduct of us of action, right? Uh, unless it's a freeze response. But when we are afraid, our body, our mind, our nervous system wants us to take action. But a lot of times, because it's low level fears when it comes to just day-to-day -day living and, and societal things, we don't make decisions or, you know, I mean, not making a decision is a decision, not taking action is action. We're not taking action in a way that could probably actually serve us. So anyways, I heard this podcast and, you know, it just hit me. Because I realized, and I'm sure most people do, that I was letting fear of certain things dictate the choices I was making. And I didn't feel in control. I didn't like that. And listening to his story was awesome, talking about how he's become like a, a salsa dancer and he can be dropped into anywhere in the world and, and just salsa with the best people in the world because he had a fear of dancing and being vulnerable. And, you know, he just decided to start taking lessons and kind of get into it and now 10 20 years later it's a 
high level skill of his that he could do anywhere. I'm like, that's really cool. And I was thinking about my life and those, my friends that are close to me, if you're listening to this, um, you know, you know me, music is a big part of my life, has been since I was 13. I've been playing guitar for 17 years. I was in a band in high school. I was pretty damn good, if I do say so myself. Um, we recorded an album and everything. And on my dad's side of the family, my grandpa taught choir and piano. Uh, my dad was in a traveling choir. My sisters all sing, right? So music's a big part of my life. And for me, I kind of just took the route of guitar and getting as good as I could at guitar. And I'm very competent in my guitar playing skills, uh, even to this day, and I love it. But I've always had a fear of singing. And I've had this fear since I was a teenager, and that's partly because of fear of judgment. Unwarranted, right, as far as I, I felt like my, my dad would judge me or my sisters or like if I wasn't good enough, somebody was going to judge me. And again, unwarranted, but it's a fear nonetheless. And because of that, I never worked on my voice. I never built confidence in it. And it just is a skill that I never developed. So I'm listening to this podcast about a month or so ago and I go, you know what? I'm at the point in my life where with music, the only way I'm going to be able to ever do anything with it again, other than just playing guitar in my room, is by getting good at singing or at least building enough confidence in my singing to sing for others. Because I can rip on guitar, but you know, when you're at a party or you're around a campfire, People don't want to hear you guitar soloing, right? They want you to play chords and they want you to start singing so they can sing along and entertain. And I love doing that. I love entertaining and I love music. I love singing along to songs. And I just realized I've really let this part of my life not go, but I haven't dug as deep into it because of a fear of judgment around my voice. And that same day, I signed up for singing lessons. And now I started by taking online singing lessons. And again, this is kind of, I guess you could, in a way, say me playing small and not fully committing. And you're probably right if you're saying that. Um, you know, taking an online course where it's pre-recorded videos and there's nobody there to kind of critique me. Nonetheless, I took a course called 30 Day Singer. Uh, I did the 30 days in two weeks, so I, you know, when I get into something, I get really into it. And again, after the two weeks, I kind of, I just had an honest conversation with myself around like, you're still not doing this for the reason you said you wanted to, which was overcoming a fear of judgment, overcoming a fear of failure. And what that needs to look like is having an in-person coach, having a professional sitting there Ju judging me, you know, just critiquing me, opening up, being vulnerable. And so I did that. I signed up for in-person singing lessons. And I had my first lesson last week. And that first lesson, the whole day, I was thinking to myself, you could cancel this at any time. The whole the whole day, the morning, the the lesson was in the evening. And I was just thinking to myself like, Go ahead and cancel. It's fine. You can cancel. There's no hassle cancellation. To which I kept reminding myself, that's your sign that you need to do this because you're negotiating with yourself. And that's why I'm doing this in the first place. So I didn't cancel. And I go to this 
lesson and I'm walking up the stairs to this guy's office and my heart is pounding out of my chest. I'm sweating. I'm nervous. Again, the full fight or flight response. And again, for what? I'm going up to do an hour singing lesson. It's not like I'm going up here to fight a bear. Nothing I should be fearful of, but nonetheless I am, right? And it's valid. But I knew I just needed to move through it. I needed to commit and move through it. And I walk in and we go through the pleasantries of, you know, introducing myself, my background, my singing background, not that there is one, my musical background, right? And then he kind of just goes, okay, what are you going to sing for me? And guys, I could have had a heart attack in that moment. I'm like, what am I going to sing? Like, aren't we going to do? And I really appreciated, though, that coaching style because his viewpoint on anything new we're doing, you just got to start doing it and see yourself doing it. And it doesn't matter necessarily how you do or how you sound. What matters is that you're just you're doing the thing and you're moving through that fear. And so that's what I did in that lesson. And as the lesson went on, I started to feel a lot more comfortable, was overcoming that fear. Um, and by the end of it, felt relatively comfortable. And, you know, I decided in that moment, this is something I need to keep doing. And so I, I committed to doing this once a week for a month. And so I financially committed. And that's that's one of the things here too, when we're doing things to overcome our fears, we need to have some form of accountability. It can be really easy for us to go back on something if we're the only ones knowing we're doing the thing. So whether that accountability is financial, you know, a friend, like let's say you're, you wanna try this new fitness class or something, it's gonna be a lot easier to stay accountable to that if you have a friend in that class or a friend that's going with you that's you know, gonna text you when you don't show up or, or something like that. And so that's what I did with this, financially committed to the thing. And uh, this week I had my second lesson and it was a thousand times better from the aspect of my fear. I was not nearly as fearful, I was excited and it was super enjoyable. Lots of laughs, lots, lots of joking around. And I'm just having so much fun doing the singing lessons now. It, but that fun is on the other side of addressing that fear, right? Like quite honestly, taking these singing lessons is probably one of the funnest, most fulfilling things I've done in recent years. And it was on the other side of overcoming this massive amount of fear, this fight or flight response I had in myself. And in doing so now, I'm just finding immense joy and doing it, right? And so it's overcoming that fear for me of judgment, of being vulnerable, uh, you know, and having somebody critique me, having somebody judge me. But that's that's the point of a coach. That's what he's there to do. And it's not judgment of my character or anything like that, not telling me I'm a bad person. It's just like, hey, here's feedback. And so all that to say, on the other side of overcoming that fear right now is just massive amounts of joy, happiness, exploration, which is something maybe you could find as well. The other area that I've been exploring, uh, fear, is kind of this internal fear of, of addressing demons on the inside. And one of the ways I wanted to address this was this idea of doing something incredibly challenging and hard physically. So I have a coach, I went to my coach and asked him if he could, you know, once a quarter just come up with like a crazy hard grinder workout. 
And the thought process behind this is the fear of failure, right? The fear of giving up and putting yourself in that position willfully and seeing what you're made of and addressing that narrative in your head, that self-critic in your head, that voice saying you're not good enough, that you should quit, that you should fail. And I was listening to a podcast from Aubrey Marcus and he was talking about taking energy, negative energy and alchemizing it, right? And this, this idea of alchemizing is you're taking one substance and through a process, turning it into something completely different. And we can do that with the energy we have inside of us, right? We have negative energy, we have positive energy. We can take this negative energy, this inner self-critic, this inner narrative we have that can be negative, but we can alchemize it through action, through movement forward into something positive. And that was my idea with this. And so I did this last weekend with an amazing group at my gym and it was this crazy hard workout. It was two hours long, involved rucking with 50 pounds, two big, huge CrossFit workouts, a 2000 meter row, a two mile run with weight at the end. And it was just, it was arduous, you know? And the thing that was coming up for me was, oh, I don't know, about an hour or so into it was when that narrative in my voice, narrative that voice, excuse me, in my head started coming up and essentially that voice, you know, was trying to say, well, what if you get rhabdo, which is this thing that happens from a big muscular breakdown. Well, what happens if you get hurt? Um, this is too much, right? And it's just this voice that naturally comes up and it's, it's this voice that seems like it's trying to protect you. But really what it's trying to do is it's trying to make you play small. And you, you can think of this voice, right? When you're trying to make a decision in your life, a big business decision or a big life decision, we all know that voice that comes in and it's this voice that is masquerading as it's protecting us. Oh, don't take that risk. That's that's too scary. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to, you're going to lose all your money. Uh, people you love are going to, right? And you respect it. It's there because there is maybe some validity to it, but really what it's causing you is to play small. It's this voice that really isn't your true self, it's your, your anti-self, not wanting you to follow through with the things you're meant for. And that's what I recognize in this workout. And the whole idea here is work through that, work through that, keep showing up, keep putting in the reps, keep doing it. And you know, then on that last run, we're, we're hour and 45 minutes in, almost two hours in, it was like I was negotiating with myself. It was like this, run, walk, okay, walk, and then you can run to the next car and all that to the point where it was like, why am I negotiating with myself? Just just do what you need to do. Don't, don't worry about having this conversation with yourself. Just put in the work, get it done. You don't need to keep having these negotiations with yourself. And again, you can take that to your everyday life. How often are we doing negotiations with ourselves? Well, I'll do this thing only if X, Y, and Z happens or once I feel like I'm in a comfortable position, then I will make this purchase or this choice or something like that. And again, on the surface, that can seem reasonable, but really, more likely than not, you're just playing small. You're just not following through with the person that you want to be out of fear. And mainly probably fear of failure. Because you're like, well, what happens if I make this decision and on the other side all of those things I was telling myself were true. I do lose all my money and I'm living in a van down by the river. One of my best friends, when I started owning a business, gave me a, 
thought experiment with this. He just said, okay, then what? Like actually play out your biggest fear, right? For me, it was, okay, I'm going to own the business and then I'm going to do a bad job and the business is going to go bankrupt. And he's like, okay, and then what? The business goes bankrupt. Are, are you dead? Does your family leave you? You know what? Are you living down in a van down by the river? And it's like, okay, well, let's say all that happens. And he goes, and then what? And what you do is you kind of go down and you realize really nothing is the end of the world other than death, right? We can bounce back from almost anything. Truly, almost anything. Yes, that's not to take away from the hardship that will be something catastrophic happening in your life. But you'll bounce back, right? More often than not. I mean, we see people who get cancer uh, diagnosis and they're told how off, how long they have to live and then they bounce back, right? They, they keep living life or they, they start living life in a new way, right? We see people who declare bankruptcy. They go bankrupt and then five years down the line, all of a sudden they have an extremely successful business and now they're millionaires, right? It's all about the mindset you bring in these situations. And overcoming fear is an extremely hard thing. I'm not using this podcast to knock that off. I'm there with you guys, right? This is a practice. But the more we can address our fears and work through our fears, identify them, put names to them, and work through them, the easier it becomes. It starts to become a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You do it once and it's relatively successful, you're more apt to do it again and again. And then in by overcoming these fears, you're starting to embody more of who you are. You're not playing small. You're taking risks, calculated risks, but risks nonetheless that align with who you want to be and how you want to show up. And so that's just kind of uh, where I'm at right now with thinking about things in my life. If, if I am now addressed with something that scares me, the thought of making this decision scares me, it doesn't mean right away I pull the trigger on it. I'm not there yet, but I am able to look at it from a more self-aware view of like, why am I fearful of it? Where's that coming from? How can we work through it? And on the other side of it, like, what's the worst case scenario? Okay, play it all the way out till its end. Oh, actually really not that bad. If the worst, worst case scenario happens, which rarely ever does, I'll still be okay. So goal for you guys this week, just think about things in your life that scare you or maybe decisions you're not making or things you're not doing because you're scared. And where's that that fear coming from? Is it a fear of judgment? Is it a fear of failure? Is it a fear of success? Is it a combo of some of those? And then ask yourself, what's the worst case scenario here if you just do the damn thing? And more likely than not, you'll realize it's probably not all that bad. So I hope you guys have a great week. Address those fears, put names to them, label them, and try to work through them, attack them, go head on. If it's something that really speaks to you and it's something you wanna do, go do the damn thing. All right, guys, have a great week. We'll see you uh, next week.